You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The great thing for me in the University of Florida, NIL is going to be a strength here, so... You know, we've got our strategy and our plan, and we're excited about executing that going forward. You know, and we just happen to be at a place uh, that has tremendous history, tradition. NIL is no problem. It's a slam dunk at Florida, and we're going to – our players are going to benefit from that. And we're going to execute that and try to help our team and help the Gators win. College programs must be competitive in name, image, and likeness. It impacts current athletes and affects the decision of recruits. And Gator fans can put Florida at the forefront of name, image, and likeness. The Gator Collective is leading the charge, uniting fans and student-athletes like never before. Commit for exclusive content, interactions, and events which bring you closer than ever to your favorite players. In this talent acquisition business, name, image, and likeness will play a huge role in Florida returning to the elite status of college football. It can start here. Join the Gator Collective. Link is in the description. Want more Gators Breakdown? Join Gators Breakdown Plus. Starting at $3 a month, get access to unique episodes, plus a blog, chat room, giveaways, shoutouts, and more. Gators Breakdown Plus is furthering the interaction with fans and listeners like you. Head to gatorsbreakdown.supportingcast.fm to join Gators Breakdown Plus today. Gators Breakdown, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter, at GatorDave underscore SEC. This episode, all through the Gator Collective, you're going to hear the Gator Collective's 84 Reasons. Dan Troop hosts that, and he discusses, sits down, interviews, talks with quarterback Anthony Richardson. You know, one, we haven't really heard from Anthony Richardson a whole lot, not since the spring. We got to hear from him one time during the spring, I believe, and then once after the spring game uh, as well, where, of course, he had a dominating performance uh, in the spring game. But Ben gets to talk to him about a multitude of things on the field, off the field, all through the Gator Collective there. You're going to hear a preview of it on this episode of Gators Breakdown. But before we get there, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. It really, really helps us out. The March to 10,000 subscribers is on. So if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. You get that notification when there's a new episode of Gators Breakdown. Once again, hit that like button. It'll help everybody out there find Gators Breakdown and leave a comment. If you hear something from Anthony Richardson, if you hear something from Ben Troop, you want to comment on, throw it right there in the comment section. 
Be sure to check us out at the home of Gators Breakdown, news4jacks.com slash Gators Breakdown. Of course, our most recent episode with the help of Jamal St. Cyr from uh, News 4 Jacks sat down, interviewed with Trayon Webb, the running back at a Trinity Christian last week. That is the most recent episode of Gators Breakdown before this one. So, all right, as I said, preview right here, most recent Gator Collective exclusive, 84 Reasons, Ben Troop with quarterback Anthony Richardson. Then after that, Ben Troop would join me on the show to look back at what AR had to say in that in, in the preview, his expectations for the signal caller, his expectations for the 2022 Gators is coming up season. So a lot to look forward there, a lot, lot, a lot to look forward to there with Ben Troop and Anthony Richardson. So before we get to Ben, one more time, to get us started, here is a preview of 84 Reasons Ben Troop with quarterback Anthony Richardson. Now, uh, you talked about coming in to Dan Mullen, blessing you with number 15. Now you go from Dan Mullen, you know, to a guy like Billy Napier, man. Talk, talk about Billy Napier because your, your, your relationship with him is going to be different than everybody else. You, you the QB. Obviously, you got to have, you know, uh, a good relationship with the OC. But talk about you and Billy Napier, man. Obviously, I've seen him at practice, man. He seemed to, he seemed to turn it on at practice like he's all over the field. But, you know, what is your early impressions of Honestly, that's just him as a person. You know, he, he's everywhere. He he tries to be everywhere. He, he knows almost everybody in the building. Like, regardless of who you are, he knows you by your name. He knows where you're from. And that's exactly what he – matter of fact, let me show you something. So, every time we come back from a break or something, uh, he'll pass out these right here. Just a little – Okay. Just a little sheet. Uh-huh. Naming naming all the players, where they're from, what position they play, just all that. And he puts that together for us so we can get acclimated with our team. But, you know, just simple stuff like that. Like, I've never experienced anything like that. And that just shows me, like, how much he pays attention to the details. You know, we even get those for the staff members so we can know the staff. But that's just him as a person. Like, he actually cares about you. And that's what I love about him the most. And he's a straight shooter. Like, when he's serious, he's serious. Like, there's no games. But when he's looking around, he's going to have a big smile on his face. And, and that's, just, that's just how he is, honestly. How hard is you – well, let me not say how hard is it. Man, you the face of you the face of University of Florida. And, that, and that's at any school that you the quarter, when you the quarterback. How important is it for you to make sure you go, look, man, I'm – I'm AR, man, but I'm a, I'm one of 11. Like, yes, I'm the guy that's going to call the play. I'm the guy that's getting the huddle going. I'm the guy that's going to break the huddle, you know, get us you know, get us in rhythm. But how important is it for you to make sure you told, look, man, I get the fanfare that I get and I understand the love I get, but I'm one of 11. I make sure my teammates know, man, I appreciate y'all boys just as much as y'all appreciate me. Honestly, I never really saw it as, you know, me being the face of the program, you know. I always just saw it as me being a part of the team, and I'm just the quarterback, you know. I'm just at the top, and I'm supposed to be the leader. Um, I never really, you know, put myself out there or isolated myself from the team just because of what's going on around us, you know. But, like, now I didn't really understand, like, the, the position that I'm in until spring, you know. Like, now I see, like, I have to take control of certain things. And I've never, I, I mean, I've been in that situation, but I've never done anything like that because, you know, I was never really an uh, outgoing leader, you know. So, like, now I have that 
like that motive to be a great leader. And I actually just gave a, a speech today to the team about us being together. Like, I don't, I don't really think anybody on our team is, is just focused on the in, individual stuff, you know. Although, like, it may seem like it on social media sometimes, but we're really just a, a big squad, and we're gonna be great once we stick together. And that's that's pretty much, pretty much what, I, what I told them. Like, it doesn't really matter what's going on with us. Like, as long as we together, we solid. He is AR15. I am being true. This is 84 Reasons talking all things Florida Gators. AR, you just said something. You said I gave a speech to the team. Tell tell the listeners, like, it takes time to get to that point. Like, you call plays all the time, but you go, look, when, when coach say, hey, AR, man, I want you to say something to him. It's almost like a coach know you ready. Even if you're not ready, he's saying, look, I'm trying to establish you guys being able to stand out front, not even just for your teammates, but – it's, man, if I if I play football in Gainesville, Florida, I know AR fifteen. How much it, how much is being able to stand in front of your teammates letting you know? Look, man, I think I thought I knew what this football thing was. I thought I knew what being a teammate was. And Billy Napier, he keep taking it to the next level. Honestly, it's, it's different, you know. Um, I've never been the type of person to just be outgoing and just so ready to speak, you know. But uh, we just started back this week and. Um, Pretty much the leaders on the team like, have to come up and speak. And I was the first one um, who had to start it off. So, you know, uh, just being in that position and, and just, you know, talking to the team, I feel like that's how you, you build a team, really, you know. Because if you have people that's, that's ready to support you and, and play with you, then, like, nothing else really matters, you know, because you, you guys have a brotherhood. And, and just being up there, being able to talk to them and just say certain things and just see like the look in their eyes and and just see like that they actually care and it means something to them like it makes you feel good because you know like now you know that those guys got your back and that they trust you for real so that's pretty much all it is it's trust love and respect you know if you got those three then you got a solid team i gotta ask you this man you you man you you broke onto the scene 2021. I was like, oh, my mom is obviously my mom's huge Gator fan, man. I, my mama never rooted for any. My mama rooted for me because I'm her child, but I ain't never seen my mama go crazy till I went to Florida. My my high school wasn't prestigious, right? So my mama, you know, she watched you last year. You know, she on the phone with me during the game. She's going, Richard, and I'm like, mom, like we looking at the same game. When, you know, people talk about RPOs, run play, you know, run pass options. Man, when you pull that thing, when you pull it, you say, I'm going to pull it. Like, obviously, what are you seeing? Like, I know what you're seeing, but if it's you on the DB or do you say to yourself, look, man, I'm looking for a crease and you go, you got a different level of speed, but talk about the RPO game and how guys like you and who can really, because I get it when teams do it, but you got to have wheels. What is it about you to say, man, I'm going to utilize my wheels in the RPO game, but I started notice you running out of bounds more. Understanding, I gotta, I gotta make sure I take care of my body when I'm doing it because I'm still the QB and they're looking to take me out. If I do, you know, have to lower my shoulder, something like that. Uh, see, you know, regarding to that, you know, um, I'm gonna take it back to when I was younger. When I was younger, you know, I, I I used to like to hit, but I didn't really like to hit like that. You know, I didn't really fall in love until. And like getting into contact until I moved to Gainesville, you know, just hitting people because I feel like if you hit somebody before they hit you, like you can strike a little bit of fear on them and let them let them know like I'm here and uh, I'm gonna be here all game. 
so that that's pretty much what was my mindset, you know, just growing up and then, you know, just getting into the RPO system, being able to pull it and me being the size I am, being able to hit people, you know, I, I used to love that, just running into people, just hitting them, knocking them down, letting them know, like, I'm a quarterback, but I'm from the bank. You, like, <laughs> like, that felt great. It wasn't until my senior year of high school where I realized, like, you know, you ain't better keep on taking hits like that all the time. I had sprained my AC joint, missed half of the season. So I was like, yeah, people kept telling me, like, bro, you got to be smart. I'm like, man, I'm good. I know what I'm doing. I, I play football. You just watch me. But, you know, I should have listened to him earlier. But now it's like my mindset, whenever I run about my mindset, is to at least get 10 yards or a touchdown. Like, if I get anything less than that, I'm, I'm not satisfied with it. But, you know, uh, when it comes to the safety of being a quarterback, you know, it's only one of y'all on the field. So if, if you go down, you can't, you can't help the team win. So that, that's pretty much the mindset. And, you know, once again, shout out to that man upstairs who just blessed me with the words I got. But, you know, being smart, that's, that's what's going to help you get to the next level. True indeed. He is AR-15. This is 84 Reasons with no games, no gimmicks, just, you know, making history by telling his story. AR, man, the University of Florida. You know, I was blessed enough to go there way back in 2000. I'm a Georgia boy, though, so I knew about I knew what it was, but it took me, you know, be, uh, you know, getting drafted, being a grown man, really understanding, yo, this, this, this one of the biggest brands on the planet. Like, forget college sports. Have have you realized that at this point to be able to say, look, man, I'm I play football here, but do you really understand the magnitude of what the University of Florida is? See, that's a great question. You know, um, I feel like I do, but like you said, you didn't understand until you got older. So, like, I think I have an idea, but you know, like, I I can't really give a, a definite answer right now, you know, because I haven't really. You know, branched out to really do different things. But what I can say is, the University of Florida, like, if your name is attached to that, it does hold weight. Like, I always hear, like, you got a degree from the University of Florida, like, that's crazy. And like, people, like, if you if you have a degree from the University of Florida, you could pretty much do anything because, for one, it's one of the top universities in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to get into. Then they're not gonna mess around with the classes. So you gotta be on top of your game. So if you're able, to, if you're able to go through that and and just survive that, and actually achieve what you want to achieve, like that shows people like what you're about. And that's that's pretty much my understanding of it right now. Like I haven't really understood the business part of it yet, but mm-hmm. getting that degree, you know, that's major for sure. Now, AR, I mean, you talk about, like, you know, you are young, man. You you in it. Like, and the thing is, sometimes, like, man, I'm just in it all day. I mean, I'm going all the time from classes to working out, the, the, the practice, to, 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 to tutoring. But, man, this game is collective thing. This name and image likeness thing, right? When it, when it first jumped off, everybody goes, all right, get to make a couple of dollars. Cool. But then you realize everybody name and image likeness ain't the same. Everybody ain't going to get a chance to benefit from this. Right. I was in Gainesville, man, and I'm walking to places. All I see is pictures of you. You know, signed all this stuff. I said, this boy, oh, got to be hurt from freaking just signing stuff. 
but you benefited from it. How much have you learned throughout this process? Because obviously, as you mentioned, you signed autographs before, you took it pictures before but now you get the benefit from that stuff going to events how much have you have you benefited from a gators collective when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, I've gotten a lot uh, from this NIL stuff. You know, um, I'm truly blessed. You know, I'm thankful for it all. Uh, when it first passed, you know, I was so ready to get some money, you know, just so I could help my family out and just get the things that I wanted to get. But uh, I slowly started to realize, like, I'm the one that's bringing the money in. Like, if I'm not doing anything, I'm not producing how I'm supposed to, that money not going to come. So that's what I had to realize. And then the NIL stuff is helping you like, understand the business side of things, like how to negotiate, how to read deals, and just how to reach out and get deals, you know. It, it teaches you a lot. Um, the thing I like about it the most is the relationship that you build. I didn't understand how important relationships were until the end of last year, beginning of this year. You know, um, I've always knew, like, no matter who you meet, you got to treat them with respect because you never know where they're going to be at in life. You might need them. But I didn't really understand that, like, building a relationship can help you out, like, no matter what, you know, because you never know, that that person that you're talking to, like, you can just say, hey to them, what's up? Y'all could probably go out to lunch or something. They might know a CEO of a company, he might hook you up with something. Like, building relationships, like, NIL has done stuff like that for me, and you know, I'm, I'm thankful for it. Want the full interview, the rest of this interview between Ben Troop and Anthony Richardson? Join the Gator Collective. Gives you access to interviews like this and others like it. The Gator Collective has NIL deals with current players that go a long way in conversations with recruits. Recruits talk to current players to get a gauge on NIL, and the Gator Collective goes a long way in resonating in future NIL deals. So join the Gator Collective, get access to players and player interviews, and help build the NIL foundation for current and future Gators. Scan the QR code or click the link in the description. All right, well, you just heard him. 84 Reasons, Ben Troop with quarterback Anthony Richardson. And now Ben Troop joins me right here on Gators Breakdown. Ben, you, you, you a busy man, radio. Um, <laughs> 84 Reasons, every week with Buddy Martin. I mean, where do you find time for all this, man? I, I, everybody, every, every, I, I think I'm busy, but then I look at what Ben Troop's doing, and Ben Troop's everywhere. Now, you said it, David. I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking a, listen, man, I'm taking a chapter out of your book. I said, all right, Dave, <laughs> Dave got Gators Breakdown, and then he's doing stuff with Gators Lego. Then he got the wife and kids. And then, no, I, I think what it is, David, though, I'm realizing these spaces are very, very unique. They're very, very, uh, it's seldom. So to have a platform like, like Gators Collective and 84 Reasons and being able to have an opportunity to talk with the current crop of players, it's very, very humbling for me. And that's why I got into it. When Gators Collective first come about and they have this unique platform, I'm thinking to myself, I definitely want to be involved. 
But I want to be involved in a way to where I feel as though I can make an impact on these players. So since then, you know, talking with, you know, uh, you know, Trinity Thomas, you know, the, the superstar gymnast, talking with Sterling Thomas, the uh, the 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 uh, infielder and outfielder that uh that bats left but throws right. Then you talk about Javon Dexter. Then you talk about Rashad Torrance. Now you get a guy like uh you know like AR15, Anthony Richardson, Trent Whittemore. What it gives me is an opportunity as a as a former Gator to have opportunity to talk with the current Gators and it's humbling, David. You know how it is. Is if I'm not in media, I don't even attempt to do something like this because. Hey man, I'm a has been. They don't got no reason to want to talk to me, but I think I can provide them an opportunity. When I say no games, no gimmicks, it's really that. It's about rooting for the person behind the behind the football match. Because you know, they we know who they are when they see them, when we see them, but most of the time you don't know them. So I'm like, look, this is how you sell yourself to the fans, to the viewing public. Yep. And you kind of get to show them that, hey man, I'm a person. Like I know it's hard to separate that orange and blue. From everything else, but it's been it's been a fun ride. It's superseded expectations. I'm a, I'm gonna keep doing this thing until you know Eddie, Jen, and you know Ryan tell me, all right, Ben, you're too crazy for us. We can't deal with you. But until then, hey man, I'm I'm gonna keep on enjoying this thing. Absolutely. Shout out to Eddie, Jen, uh, Ryan on your side too. Help yeah. you produce 84 Reasons. You know, they all uh, are doing a good job for us here and getting all these players interviews. And look, we, we get to learn, we get to learn about these players through the Gator Collective. And that's been a big thing, a big positive there. So Ben, let's go back a little bit to that AR-15 interview. And this can expand a little bit to a lot of the other players that we see as well. But the relationship. Mm-hmm. With Billy Napier. I mean, it really seems like, look, we, we know, Ben, through every coaching change, everything seems positive. You know, everything seems better than it was with the last staff. But I do think one thing we can, no matter how Billy Napier turns out as a head coach at Florida, I think in just the six, seven months he's been on the job, we can absolutely tell there is a care for the player from this head coach. It is. That's And that's another thing, David, you, you can't fake that, right? Um, you can't make these players, they're not scripted. They ain't got no talking points. When they say, man, when he texts you or you text him, he'll text you right back. And the one, and uh, listen, I know, calm down, Gator fans, when I say this. What reminds me the most, what reminds me uh, of uh, Billy Napier is uh, Steve Spurrier from a from a uh, coach to player standpoint of, He's, he's making sure he has an individual relationship with every single player. Now, it's not going to be the same across the board, but most coaches talk about being transparent. Most coaches talk about being open. Most coaches talk about the open-door policy, which I don't even know what phase they are at this point, David. They got more phases than coaches <laughs> at this point. But I will say it's what the play, it's what the players – oh, man, that guy right there, that guy right there. Because I think Billy Napier understands this. Yes, you're the head coach of Florida, but I got to earn my stripes too. These players are going to come to Florida whether I was the head coach here or not. But because I am, let me show them I care about y'all. Because coaches call plays, players make plays. He's building that relationship, but not just with him and the players, but the players with the players, the players with the coaches, because he knows a players players that understand each other, that know each other's background, history, not just where they from, where they played, their family. It makes you a, a real team. So, hey, man, shout out to Billy Napier, man. He understands that at the University of Florida, man – if I'm gonna win or lose, which he, he, right now he's he can do no wrong. No, no games have been played. I like his approach, and 
no matter who you talk to, right, no matter if it's defensive players, offensive players, special team players, when you say Billy Napier, they all go, oh, because he's had some type of, uh, you know, individual moment with every single one of them, and that's not something that you that you could put a number on. Yeah, Ben, we saw it at times last year, and I, and I go back to this a few times. Everybody, when Florida was struggling last year, a lot of people questioned the want to of this team and, and if the team cared well, right now, you build these kind of relationships with the coaches. You build these kind of relationships with your teammates. You'll be afraid to let them down, and you'll go out there and give your hardest for the guy next to you and the, and the coach on the sideline. So, Ben, we listened to just a little bit of the AR-15 interview that, that you did with him. Everybody, you can go check it out once again at the, at the Gator Collective. But what was your biggest takeaway from, from the Gator signal caller? Humility. AR-15, where is number 15? He's from Gainesville. Mo listen. Kyle Trask, you know, Kyle Trask, he goes out there and wears Coach Spurrier number 11. But he lived, but he lived up to it. Uh, Anthony Richardson has grown up a lot. A lot has happened since he's been at Florida from pandemics to, you know, different coaches to being a household name. Most guys don't want to play in the same city that they grew up in, but he's embracing the challenge and he's just one of 11. Yes, he is the signal caller. Yes, he is the face of the University of Florida, but his maturity, 20 years old, and understanding what his role is. Like it's, and he said, we don't have fans, man. We got supporters. These people support us. And I and, and to me, I'm taken aback at how, how polished he is to be as young as he is, because you know how it is, David. That's the that's the top spot. Outside of Anthony Richardson, the most famous person not named Anthony Richardson in the state of Florida is Tom Brady. Like Outside of that, it ain't too many people more popular than him, and that's taking nothing away from other schools around the state. So I just think that what I got from him is humility, is understanding what his role is both on and off the field with his teammates, with the fans, because he kept saying, look, man, if I want to go to a camp, I know I'm making money with Gators Collective, but that don't mean that everybody got to pay me. If I want to show up to a camp and show my face and speak to a team, I'll do that. So like I said, you got to be able – he said he didn't understand what came with being the starting quarterback in Florida a couple of years back because it's too early for him. But now he's saying he's really getting it. But I'm, I'm excited for him. I, I, love a, I love a player who's just as interesting as a person as he is a player. And, hey, man, when it comes to the tools on the field, the boy went to the freaking man pool and dove in. He got it all. <laughs> I mean, he, he did. I mean, 6'4", 240. But he did say this, though, for the Gators fans out there, Dave, he did say, oh, I got to learn that I can't get my body up. I yeah, can't yeah. be trying to run through guys. So I said, good, man, learn how to slide, stand up, talk trash to defender. But we need you for all, all the games. But very, very impressed about how he's just very, very wise beyond his years. And it's easy, not saying he would, to get the big head when you're in his, in his position. Because NIL is really working for him. Yeah, Gators collective aside, it's really – but – he said, too, I'm learning how to really do business deals, not just – so away from football, I, I'm learning what a good deal is, a bad deal is. So, I, I mean, maturity, poise, and just really becoming a business type, a businessman in Florida. But make no mistake about it, that boy want to win, and he wants to lead Florida back to those glory days. Hopefully he will. Ben, going to that, to the football side of it, and that little preview – the, you know, the biggest football quote from it was, I have to take control. He has to – look, I mean, this is the first time he gets to lead. No matter how much he played last year, he was still behind Emory Jones for most of the year. Emory Jones was, quote, unquote, you know, the leader because he was yeah. a starting quarterback coming in. You know, he didn't really get a chance to 
go out there and be the raw raw guy or gather the team up. No matter how well he played on the field, it was, you know, he, he still had to learn that leadership part. Well, now this is his team going through spring. And I know a lot of people wanted to make a quarterback battle out of it, but yeah. it really wasn't. Anthony Richardson's the guy, and he has to learn how to be the guy. Yes. Anthony Richardson kind of burst on the scene real similar to Tim Tebow. Because every time he came in, it was, oh my God, it's exciting. I mean, this, I mean, he finna, this guy's going 70 yards, 80 yards. And then you see what he did against USF. But when he started against Georgia, that's the reality of the, of, of, uh, the SEC. You got to be able to go against big time talent. And when he said, I got to, I got to learn, you know, how to really play the position, I got the tools. But he's learning that I can't put us in bad positions. I can't go out there and, you know, he says every time I pull the ball down the run, I want to get at least 10 yards. And there's some lofty goals, people. 10 yards every time you pull it down. <laughs> 10 yards or a touchdown, Ben. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 I, but I think what happens too, uh, David, he understands this, that, man, I can't just want to be the guy at the University of Florida. I have to play like the guy. I got to play like the guy who every, t- every player you talk to, ask about it, oh, this guy right here, their eyes light up. I've spoken to so many guys, offensive linemen, defensive linemen, DBs, receivers, running backs. The, the, the overall synopsis about this young man is, oh, man, he can get us there. But if he don't believe he can, they won't. And I think it's it's coming together. The He understands that his, his uh, understanding of the offense and maturing as a passer, knowing how – listen, got to hit the layups, got to go through your reads. And, hey, man, if you pull it down, that's just a blessing you have with your wheels – I think he is he he's going from a guy with wheels that can throw to becoming I'm a thrower. I just have wheels. I don't think he's relying on his guy giving ability below the waist. And 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 that's what you want because let that be a luxury. The RPO game is really going to work for him, but people are going to be expecting him to pull it every time. I think I think he's I think his grasp of the offense, grasp of the the overall situation is what he had to do, and I, I think he's getting I think Billy Napier is making sure he understands that, hey, man, you the one now. And I say this all the time. Everybody can't be a headliner. Yeah. It took me four years to understand at, at Florida, yeah, I want to start, but I don't want to headline. Headliner means they coming to you. You one of those guys that if we get in the jam, coming to you. If we, if we need some momentum, we coming to you. I think Anthony Richardson has that type of mojo to take it. Plus, look, man. Man, you from you from what East East Gainesville? You grew up in the city. I mean, that's your people at the game. I think handling that much pressure, like a Willie and Terry Jackson, senior and junior, it's or, or Trent Whittemore, or a Chris Doring. Dude, it's different if you from that city, <laughs> and then and then you don't play well. But I think he's embracing it all, David. That's that's what I'm looking most forward to. But you know, he got it. Listen, the neck below, he had it. Now he's got it on the neck up. He got it between the ears. I think it's going to make him that much more dangerous. If he throws the ball away this year, it's because, hey, man, go to second down, go to third down. You don't got to be a Superman every time you touch the ball, and I think that's what he's got now. And, Ben, well, one more thing, too, and you know about this because you, you went through it, and the education part of it, you know, as popular as name, image, and likenesses and the transfer portal and all that stuff that goes along with college football right now, he still made sure to mention, look, there's an education side to this, and that's going to that's gonna take – I know a lot of fans may say, oh, well, that's lip service and all that, but yeah. he made sure to point it out. You can speak to it. I mean, the, the education, the student-athlete part of this is it, – it, it still has an impact on, on these players out there. 
Yes, it does. And 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 he he's he's actually in a meeting room now for negotiations. It's one thing we we showing you clips of last year's tape and third down, second down, you know, uh, you know, uh, clips of different things. But he he says, look. I know the difference between a good deal and a bad deal. Do you know how far that's going to take him in life? He's going to have to sit down and negotiate tables, whether it's for football or not, getting a job and all these different things. I know how to sell myself. I know how to not sign my name just because you want to pay me. All money ain't good money. All <laughs> things that look good ain't good for you. And that's what I like is because he's kind of dealing with money now. Yes, he still wants to go pro, but it, it slows his mind down. He get to do he get to do a little something for his friends and his family, and you 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 uh you understand that too, David. When you saying, "Look, man, I want to understand all of it. Everything that Anthony Richardson is involved in, he wants to understand it from top to bottom, from A to Z. I want to understand the offense. I want to understand different schemes. And when it comes to this NIL, you're not finna come to me with anything." And, and think about that. It used to be, man, whatever you want to give me, I'll take it. Come on. I ain't had nothing. I'll take yep. it. Now it's, whoa, 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 whoa. What are the ramifications for this? What is, what, 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 what is the, what is the, uh, you know, uh, you know, you know, what is the wording when it comes to this contract? Because you know how it is, David. We ain't never done a contract before. You better read that fine, the fine print. That's the contract. That part, that page that you just went over. So I like that part. Plus, with everything that he's doing, he's still, one of the guys. He's not, oh, I'm Anthony Richardson and the Gators. No, man. He's, he always talks about, man, University of Florida is everything. So, and he knows that without it, he wouldn't be doing it. He's, he is Anthony Richardson. 50% when he first got to college was all the University of Florida. He's been able to take that other 50% and kind of pull some of his favor. You'll never get the whole other 50, but. Hey man, I, I like I said, twenty years. I said he was twenty one on the podcast. He said, oh, he said I'm, I'm twenty. I said, oh my freaking god! And I said, boy, you were born in two thousand two. Man, I got the college <laughs> in two thousand. So these boys are getting younger. They're getting wiser. But you know, just like I know, David, when the best player on your team is the hardest work on your team, he's the most humble person on your team. You got a shot to be a really, really good team because if the best players know they are, but they don't act like they are, I mean, that stuff resonates uh, throughout the whole team. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Man, you, you, like I said, you just got through interviewing AR. You've interviewed a whole bunch of football players. What's been your your, your biggest takeaway? Uh, I know we talked about the the Billy Napier side of it and the, and the connection and the relationship with him, but in discussing with these players, whether it be on the field, whether it be off the field, what's been your biggest takeaway with 84 Reasons through the Gator Collective and interviewing a lot of these players? How much uh, they don't understand that I, that I know them, that I resonate with them. Like – being a former player, you ask yourself, man, what can I give to the current crop? And I say a platform and a voice. A platform and a voice to talk about you. To talk about what you love, what you hold dear, what you enjoy, who are you away from the game. Because these are things, David, that I didn't understand when I was at Florida. It was all Florida, 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 to the point where you forget about you. So when I'm asking, when I'm asking AR Richardson, I mean AR 15, 
who's the better player out of you and Trent Whittemore? Because they both from Gainesville. If I'm asking, you know, Javon Dexter, man, man, tell me, tell me about your dad and what he instilled in you, and how can you instill that in your son, his new son? If I'm, if I'm, if I'm talking to you know Trinity Thomas and asking her, what is it like? You know, meeting guy, you know, meeting people, you know, like Celine Biles, I mean Simone Biles, different. It's it's me being able to show them, hey, I'm the other side of sports. So let me show you that it can be fun on this side, but I'm gonna show you how to have fun while you have it. So the biggest thing is just me resonating with them, enjoying it, laughing with them, making sure they know that there are guys who came through those walls who are rooting for y'all. Because y'all are our little brothers, little sisters. No matter what, as y'all do well, we do well because we bragging about y'all all the time. So, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and I'm not making and I'm not making it about anything in particular, man. I'm trying to laugh as as much as I possibly can on this thing because one of these guys gonna come to me and ask, or young lady gonna come to me and ask, "Hey, Ben, I want to go on media. Who can I send them to?" I can say, "Well, I I can send you to David." You see, what I'm saying that's what I'm looking forward to is us, me being an in between between them. And the fans, but letting the fans know, hey, if you don't like the narratives being being written and spoken about you, you bet you get this is your chance to shape your own. Now it doesn't mean they ain't gonna write about you. That's what people do for a living. But I, I hope they they have as much fun as I have interviewing that stuff. You know, I sit there and laugh at them, man, because some of these some of these young 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 people, man, they got some they got some they got some personalities on. Them. <laughs> All right, Ben, let's go pure football right quick before we let you go. Let's continue with AR right quick. What's your expectations for him, man, coming through? As we know, he had to deal with some injuries last year, had to deal with the coaching change, had to deal with probably wanting to be on the field a whole lot more. Like you said, when he was on the field, good things happened. Most of the time there helped in, the, in his – the last time we saw him on the field, yeah. basically he was on one leg beating FSU out there. Yeah. So um, what, what are your expectations for Anthony Richardson in 2022? Is a hype or is it real? You you know you know he can do he he got the flash he got the flash you know he got the, he got the sizzle too where that steak at though I want to see the steak and I think with a guy like Anthony Richardson right wrong and different he's so gifted ain't gonna be no excuses yes he ain't got the receiving court that he had in recent years but Justin Short and, and company Whittemore and company hey man they willing to prove people wrong he is going to have a run game. Oh, Billy Navy gonna run the ball, and he got a lot of guys. I mean, he got Osiris and company coming over from uh, Louisiana. He gonna have a plethora. Of, and the thing is, is is he willing to just go to the next play? Don't don't you got you got to know when to show that you know to show that Superman summit. You got you got to know when to be Clark Kent. If he can, if he can figure out that, I think he can be as good as he want to be. And please, please. Don't look at Tom Shea and Mel Kiper. These boys are loving Anthony Richardson right now. Oh, my God, all these mock drafts got him in the first round, and, <laughs> which, like I said, been a long time since Florida had a first-round uh, quarterback, even though Kyle Trash had the, Kyle Trash, Trash had the, uh, had the talent. So I think it's, it's on him. I think what I'm looking forward to, David, is if he can do the little things, if he could just, quote, play quarterback. Like, I, listen, Lamar Jackson – when he won MVP, he led the league in touchdown passes. For those who didn't know, it wasn't just – yes, he had 1,200 yards rushing. He also led the league. And in 2021, the first team all pro uh, uh, tight end was Mark Andrews. It wasn't Kelsey and Kittle. So it's can I do the little things? Can I just play the quarterback? And listen, 
If that hole open up, please take off. If that yep. thing open up, I want. But no more jumping over people. And I'm the last one should be talking about not jumping over people. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I, I, listen, nothing nothing good with both feet off the ground coming from a person that did it when I was there. But I just play the quarterback position, and you know how it is, David. Just oh, Ben, we know. Come on now, but why were there? I gotta find that picture of you hurling that Georgia player <laughs> and, and AR and put them beside yeah. each other. And we get we got we gotta make something about that. We gotta make and something. Listen, about at, the, at the end of the day, man, I am not comparing my. I was athletic, but you know Anthony Richardson, man, like he's. I, listen, I look like a tight end when I play. He do, I, he do not look like a quarterback. He walks okay. in the room and you yeah. like. Hey, that's hey, it. Am I mistaken? Was that you hurling? Was that Ole Miss or Georgia? Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Okay, I fixed that. I knew I said Georgia, but it no, was, listen, listen. I, yeah. look, I, but it was it was it was, it was the big stiff arm. Close. You seen that. The yeah. thing about Anthony Richardson, he do he does things that he don't realize he shouldn't be able to. You shouldn't be able to do that. <laughs> shouldn't be able to run away from people, run over people, jump over people. But when that situation allows itself to do that, get up off the ground, let the fans go. You know, Richardson, go back to the huddles. All right, fellas, my bad. Let's get back to this run game. Let's get back to the – because, like I said, if you take what he is athletically and you mix that in with what he's supposed to become as a quarterback, oh, my goodness, pick your poison because he, he got it, man. I just, I just think for him, he's going to have to do the boring stuff. As they call it in football, just going, you know, just handing the ball off. We're going to run the ball the next 10 times. Coach, but my mom understands. Your mom wants to see you run off the field the same way you ran on. She, she wants to see that W up there. And making that next step as a passer, because with this receiving core, you know how it is, David. A lot of people think that it ain't going to be that good, but I, I, I think Shorter and company and Zip, Zip and company, I think these boys going to have something for them. Uh, ben, last thing, we'll, we'll take a whole approach here. We just talked about Anthony Richardson, your expectations at quarterback for him. But what about this whole team, man, going through a coaching change, new faces on the sidelines, everything that went wrong last year could go wrong. Penalties, turnovers. Uh, there's a lot to fix with this Gator team, but still a lot of talent at the same time. What are your expectations for this 2022 Gators team? I think I think Florida's going to really kind of like Dan Mullen's first year, no one really expected Florida to be good that year, his first year. I see Florida being really, really competitive, and we're going to learn a lot about them first game. Utah mm-hmm. is coming in to play spoiler. Pac-12 champions, they coming in to play spoiler. But I think that Florida is going to resemble what Billy Napier is as a coach, mentality-wise. He's a he's a, hey, man, I want to ground and pound on offense. I want to wear you out on defense. I want to play exceptional special teams, kind of like – Born on offense, in a sense, because we, we've gotten so used to these past this past league. But Trey Dean came back, man. He like, look, man, I want I want my legacy at Florida to be something different. Vent, Ventrell Miller coming back off an of injury, right? You know, a guy like Javon Dexter, who's putting it all together, who really say, okay, my talent and my ability, are, you know, are coming together. And as far as like the offense. They're going to run the ball while the passing game, you know, gets up to speed. It's going to be led through the running game. I think Osiris, I think he's the best uh, uh, guard in the country. But I just think that at the end of the day, it's going to come down to the same things, David. How do you look in Jacksonville? Mm-hmm. Like how – no, you want to win the game. We get right. that. But how do right. you look against yep. them? Because right now – and this is just this is just the analyst in me – if you can't if you can't beat the boys in Athens, it, it doesn't matter, and that's how it's always going to be. 
And, and, is Tennessee a, a contender? We're going to find that out, too, because you get Kentucky early, you get Tennessee, but I, and you got to go to Kyle Field. The thing about Texas A&M, look, man, they, they're, that, they're, they're becoming that LSU for Florida, even though they don't play them that much. So yeah. how you look at Jacksonville? How you look opening day? Can you run the football? Can you get off the field on third down? Can you get <laughs> off the field? And hey man, it's it's you know, can the swamp get can the swamp get back to being a home field advantage? Can it get back to being that? You can answer some of those questions. I think Florida could be as good as they want to be. Georgia's gonna be a tough out. Yeah. Texas is gonna be a tough out. <clears throat> um, but at the same time, no one's no excuses. You know, you are the flagship university in the state of Florida. You don't lack talent. What Billy Napier did in, in this recent recruiting class was incredible. That, that was incredible what he did. But I and I know it's gonna be all about 2023. I, I get it. Can this 2022 team elevate Florida to back in the national conversation? And not because it's Florida, but because y'all are playing well. And I, I think they can be as good as they want to be. I just think that at the end of the day, you know, David, when it comes to this SEC and how crazy it is before these two newcomers come over, you want to be establishing yourself as a team to be reckoned with. Before you can be a team to beat, you got to be a team that can be reckoned with, a team that can be respected. I think they can do both. And like I said, unfortunately, number 15, first name Anthony, last name Richardson, it's going to have a lot to do with him because the best teams got really, really good quarterback play. That I mean that that's usually how it goes. You can throw away defenses, offenses. If he if he if he is a really really I don't want no subpar. A good solid QB week in and week out. Florida gonna be rough because that's where the running game. So we'll see, man. But Utah, I wish we would have played them during the day. I don't like all these seven o'clock, seven o'clock, seven o'clock games. <laughs> I don't know why they're doing that does these days, but you know how it is, Dave. It's, it comes down to Florida. Don't get Florida. Listen, Florida gets a lot of scrutiny. And a little bit of respect that we kind of live somewhere in the middle. And hey, man, as long as they don't care about what's said about them, they got they got more coaches now than players. I, I can't even name them all. I want to see, man, how good EDBs can be under Corey Raymond. I want to see how good he linebacks will be under, uh, you know, guys like Mike B. I want to see Captain Chaos show these D linemen Cox and and and, and Javon Dexter coming to get after him. And I want to see Osiris Torrance. Woo! I want to see this kid maul defensive uh, tackles, but hey, man, I, you know I'm rocking. I'm rocking with. I'm rocking with them boys no matter what. I, you know, I mean, I'm in bulldog country. They know I talk trash up here. I don't care about their national championship. Congratulations <laughs> over there. But uh, I, 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 I'm looking forward to being excited but surprised, not because of how good they are, but because people thought, oh, they were just going to be subpar. We'll see. Because, like I said, if they can do it in 2022. That's going to set the stage for 2023, that recruiting class, different things coming in. But they, they can be as good as they want to be. But like I said, Jacksonville, opening day, get off the field on third down, Anthony Richardson. Hey, man, learn how to hit them layups, learn how to hit them check downs, and I think that'll be just fine. Yeah, Ben, going there, you know, as you said, that run game's going to be first. But you know what? If that run game's there, it uh, that, that, that passing game should be there. It should leave a lot of one-on-one opportunities for those receivers. Anthony Richardson got his choice to go down the field. I think uh, – you know, if that if that run game is as good as you and I think it will be, oh my it should make it a lot easier for Anthony Richardson. So, 
We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. A lot, lot, a lot of former four star Bowman and Lingard, Daquan. Yeah. Listen, they got plenty to go around, and they got and they got some road graders up front. So, yep. Hey, man, we, we'll see. I think Florida's offensive line. They probably gonna be the heart and soul of the team in 2022, and I think that's the way Billy Napier wants it to be. Sounds good. Yeah, that's, that's what I think it's built for. Like down the road, he can maybe open up the offense and make him yeah. even open it up a little bit this year with AR. But with the way the team is constructed, you know that that run game, that offensive line, those running backs should lead the way. All right, Ben, man, I can't thank you enough. ESPN Coastal, eighty four reasons. That's where you can find Ben every week on the Buddy Martin Show as well, uh, with a Gator Collective uh, uh, segment of that show too. Ben, man, I can't thank you enough. Hey, David, man, anytime you need me, man, I'm here. Like I say, man, when people say, Ben, what you doing? I'm doing what Dave does. Dave got merch. <laughs> I got some merch over there on Gators. I mean, on the Gators Collective, man, yep. you know, as well. You know, 84 Reads and stuff. If Dave do what I'm doing, that's why that's why Jen and Black, I said, listen, Dave got it. Dave got it? Yep. Okay, so, <laughs> so tomorrow I'm going to say, Dave got a new car. He do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben, thank you much, man. Appreciate it. Man, it's been great to get to know Ben Troop uh, throughout the years. You know, players I used to I look I looked up to. Uh, so and, and watching him do great things. So Gator, great right there, Ben Troop. I, I enjoy going on his radio show, ESPN Coastal, up there in Brunswick. Uh, I'm glad when he he returns the favor and comes right here on Gators Breakdown. So before we go, let's take a look. Recruiting recap from this past weekend. A lot of visits you heard as I. Uh, tease earlier episode of uh, Gators Breakdown uh, just released as well. Looking back at Trayon Webb last week before his Florida official visit had some good things to say about building relationships with the current Gators staff. He was on campus again this past weekend. Hard to imagine him not eventually committing to Florida uh, when it's all said and done. Still looks like that June 30th commitment date is going. Uh, he did announce that uh, he will not be visiting Tennessee uh, that was one of his finalists, so we'll see uh, what comes to that. Maybe visiting Florida the weekend. Uh, maybe visiting Florida again the week that he was supposed to visit Tennessee, Texas A&M, South Carolina, the other schools to look out for uh, right there. Aiden Mazzell, four-star wide receiver, calls Florida his leader. And look, Florida right now, what, Creed Whittemore, Tyree Patterson? As far as wide receivers go in the class, need to elevate that talent level. Aiden Mazzell, family connections to the University of Florida. His family loved the visit this past weekend. Uh, time for, uh, you, you know, when it's all said and done, uh, for Florida to wrap this one up, you know, cl close on this one, uh, get Aiden Mazzell, four-star wide receiver in orange and blue, trending that way for sure. Top 100 defensive lineman, Kelby Collins. Big Florida made a huge impression there. Uh, new atmosphere, everything going along with Florida right there, impressing him. Uh, probably one to start keeping an eye on. Uh, Florida trending now, another defensive back, probably more of a safety, but they do like the versatility of Jordan Castell. I uh, hope I'm saying that right. Uh, but all he's looking like now, he's trending toward Florida. Crystal balls on three picks as well uh, for Castell uh, in, in picking Florida. We know the other DBs out there led by uh, Cormani McLean. Uh, they're probably more of the true cornerback, but now looking at Jordan Castell, maybe more of a true safety for the Gators. Did say in a lot of interviews they like his position versatility. He can play safety, can play nickel, he can play corner. I think Florida's got some other targets out there, of course. So we know <laughs> Mitchell Harris at, at for more likely the the cornerback positions. Some question there as well, a little bit, but more shifting towards the, the cornerback position for those. So maybe Castell more the true safety when it's all said and done 
even though he does provide a lot of versatility back there in that position. Uh, Tamorian Parker put Florida in his top two. Florida, Tennessee, edge rusher right there. I know a lot of people thought Georgia would, would be the pick, might be his final pick, but now, now list after a week, um, after this weekend visit this past week for Florida, Parker now lists Florida up there with Tennessee. So, man, <laughs> chaos doing some work there on the recruiting trail. Hopefully, that when it's all said and done, Florida can beat out the Vols there. And now, uh, kind of one more Jordan Hall, another visit this past uh, week, uh, his uh, official visit. So, can Florida keep the IMG thing going? Jordan Hall, linebacker right there. Another linebacker that was on campus, Grayson Howard. I have not been able to – I've re- I reached out to him, haven't heard from him, uh, kind of keeping things quiet. I haven't seen any interviews from him or with any other services out there. I'll keep reaching out to see uh, if he, he – doesn't like to talk a whole lot uh, there. So, you know, we'll see. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to pester uh, and try and get some stuff uh, right there with Grayson Howard, but another big-time linebacker prospect that was on campus. I know things were going really well. Uh with, with him uh, and some of his hosts uh, that were there uh, treating him to a good time in Gainesville. So we'll see what comes of that as well. Uh, but Florida looking at you know, Howard Hall uh, right there this past weekend at the linebacker position. So, all right, there we go. A little bit of a catch up there for a recruiting roundup, recruiting review uh, from this past week's official visits, unofficial visits, uh, some more visits coming up, of course. I'll be going on vacation this week. So hopefully everybody, that running joke out there, Dave goes on vacation, Dave gets busy. Commits will start flying in. Look, I'm all for it. I'll review it when I get back. <laughs> but uh, hopefully I'll be on the beach down in Jamaica tweeting, we got to commit, and that'll be a bit the extent of it. You'll get the episode when I get back. So uh, hopefully we can keep that little trend going. Uh, me on vacation, commits coming to Florida. So, all right, that will do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. Big thanks to Ben Troop once again for joining us right here looking back at his interview with AR and looking ahead to the Skaters team this season. I'm the host of Gators Breakdown, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thanks for listening to this episode of Gators Breakdown.